Amen. Welcome to Just As You Are, broadcast again this Sunday afternoon. We hope that you're having a wonderful day. A beautiful rainy day in Newland, North Carolina. Amen. So maybe one of these days it'll get so pretty that we won't complain about it. But uh, but no, the Lord knows what we need. And certainly this is the day the Lord has made. And uh, we'll be glad and rejoice in it. It's what he said that I'm supposed to do. So... uh, uh, it's hard to when it's rainy, though, isn't it? But you know what? It's sweet drops of rest and, and, and uh, sleepiness and can just take a little cat nap and, <laughs> and, and just enjoy the day. Amen. But we'd like to offer you an opportunity to come out, invite you out to the house of God sometime. If you don't have a home church, come out and be with us at Fellowship Baptist Church. We are located at 631 Squirrel Creek Road here in Newland, North Carolina. Our Sunday morning services begin at 10 o'clock for Sunday school. And then our Sunday evening services are at 5 o'clock. And our midweek prayer meeting is Wednesday night at 7 o'clock with prayer prayer room 15 minutes prior uh, each service. So do come out and be with us. Uh, Easy to find right on the side of the road. And a white building, green roof, white picket fence over on Squirrel Creek Road. Got a steeple on top of it. Shows you it's church. And uh, But anyway, come out and be with us. We'd love to uh, have opportunity to minister to you and try to be an encouragement and help you from the Word of God. Amen. Amen. That's what it's all about. Thank you for tuning us in. Uh, Week to week, we've got uh, faithful listeners now uh, that keeps us tuned in every Sunday. And uh, uh, we thank you for it. Hope that the Lord blesses you for it. And just uh, keep uh, keep tuning us in sooner or later. I'm sure there'll be something to come through to help you. But uh, uh, do pray for us uh, uh, as we stand and preach here at the radio station. We try to come live each and every week that we possibly can. And do pray for us. We covet your prayers that the Lord would intervene and touch and meet with us and help our hearts. We can't preach without him. I've tried it. It don't work. Yep. And everybody ends up mad. Amen. Amen. If not mad, they're hurt. Yeah. So uh, it takes the Spirit of God to do anything. And without him this afternoon, I am certainly nothing. Amen. But with him, I am precious. Amen. Yeah. I may not be precious to you, may not be precious to the government, may not be precious to the country that I live in. But I am precious to him. That's all that matters. Amen. So I appreciate the Lord uh, for that. So do come out and be with us. Any or all services there at Fellowship Baptist Church. Like I said, if you don't have a home church, if you have a home church, you need to be there. You need to back it. You need to support it. And and never substitute a church service for a radio broadcast neither. Amen. 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 I mean, you need to be in your house, uh, the house of God that you're a part of anytime the doors are open. And uh, God will bless you for it. Amen. Amen. I I really believe that with all my heart. And I've got about uh, 20 years experience in it now. A little over 20, 21. And uh, God has proved himself to be faithful. Sure. And you know what? I could try him the rest of my life and he'll still be found faithful. I promise you that. So do pray for us that Lord touch you intervene. Got a lot of things coming up. Got Bible school coming up on July the 13th. And uh, we're going to have a uh, an all-day Saturday, pretty much all-day Saturday Bible school this year. So if you want uh, a babysitter, we're free. That's right. And uh, we'd love to come pick your children up and tell them about Jesus. And yep. we'll have some activities uh, going on. And hopefully going to get a dunking booth. And uh, I know what that's going to be. The kids will be in line after the grown-ups because the grown-ups will be wanting to dunk the preacher. Amen? Amen. And they're finally saying, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and he's letting me repay. Yeah. So looking to, uh, forward to doing that. Amen, that good cold Avery County water. Gosh, yes. uh, I, I may bring hot water to put in it. But anyhow, 
Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get that worked out and have some activities for the kids. But most importantly, tell them about Jesus. Yeah. And uh, that's what it's about. So do keep that in, in your in your prayers and send your kids out to, and we'll, we'll watch them. Uh, we'll treat them better than we would if they, if they were our own children. Amen. Amen. And because you got little mean youngins comes out, and if it's my mean youngin, I'd beat the snot out of it. I won't whoop yours. I just bring Tom to you and tell you he needs whooping. But anyhow, <laughs> so come on out and be with us. Send your children. We'll love them. <laughs> and uh, but I mean, hey, that's just the way it is. But anyhow, uh, pray for a young lady named Kira. She's gonna come around and sing here at this time. And then we'll get right into the scripture reading today. Bless her, Lord. Here. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna stand over there. can't see on Facebook. I thank God for an opportunity to do something for him Amen. and to maybe help somebody else. Amen. Once in the stillness of the late midnight hour, I felt the presence of the Lord's saving power. Well, I fell on my knees and I cried to him there, O merciful Savior, hear this lost sinner's prayer. Now every hour and every day, in every moment, in every way, I'm leaning on Jesus. He's the rock of my soul, and I'm singing his praises wherever I go. Amen. I'll never forget that, not on my knees. The joy of that hour, it's never left me. It's life's sweetest memory. That time can't erase. I'm saved by his mercy. I'm redeemed by his grace. Now every hour and every day. In every moment. In every way. I'm leaning on Jesus. He's the rock of my soul, and I'm singing his praises wherever I go. Amen. Amen. I Amen. enjoyed that, Amen. She's getting out of her shell a little bit there. Amen. 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 That's good. I appreciate that. Amen. If you have a copy of the Word of God today, we're going to start in the book of First Timothy, chapter number four. First Timothy, chapter number four, and uh, I didn't tell. Um, with, uh, our deacon here with us today what the title of the message was because I know what he would do he'd probably he'd, uh, got tickled and laughed at me but I want to preach this afternoon on running with the devil on Amen. running with the devil <laughs> so in First Timothy chapter number 4 I want to look at verse number 1 the Bible said now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them, which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. 
If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. But refuse profane and old wives' fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. Let's go, Lord, in prayer. Heavenly Father, Father as we so come much, to you, Lord, Lord again today, word. Father, we thank you for Another the reading of the Word of God. And Lord, help us, Lord, I pray, God, that our hearts, uh, Father, would be sensitive unto the leadership of the Holy Spirit. God, you know, Father, that we can't preach within ourselves. And Lord, we know, Father, that, God, if you don't show up, there'll be nothing further that we can do. Lord, here today, then read the text, Lord, that you placed upon our minds and our hearts. Father, would you use us? Help us, I pray, Father, to be effective for your name's sake. God, I pray you put your heads about us. Help us to preach, Lord. Under demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost. Father, forgive me my many sins that I won't hinder the moving of the Spirit of God here today. Father, we'll be careful about our unworthy head and give you honor and praise and glory for whatever you do. For I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. As I said a moment ago, we want to preach on this simple thought of running with the devil and we see here in our text today in first timothy that the spirit talking about the holy ghost of god speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith yeah. and i know that, that, that a lot of people ties this scripture in with a great falling away sure. and i don't really want to do that today even though it is applicable uh, but let's look at the simple truth here of the scripture about how that some are departing from the faith. Well, yeah. first of all, uh, to depart means to leave what is established and go another way. Man. And people are departing from the faith today. Yeah. That Now, I don't want to get into a denominational thing or even really a doctrinal thing, but people are departing from their faith in the hour that we're living. What does that mean, preacher? Well, faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. I mean, isn't it amazing that you get lost and, and, and you when you realize that you're lost without God and you get saved by the grace of God, that you're saved by grace through faith. It's that working of the faith. It's that faith that's in an action and but we're losing faith in the time in the day and hour that we're living in right. uh, we're losing faith in our brethren we're losing faith in the church we're yeah. losing faith in our in, in our government we're losing faith in our school systems and i mean we're living in a time that people are losing faith and the yeah. reason uh, that people are, are departing from the faith is because so many things are happening right. because people are departing from the faith. And I mean, hey, the Bible teaches us that this Bible, we should take this Word of God by faith this afternoon. And we should live by faith. Right. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Amen. And God tells us that when we've got too much on us that we can't bear it, that we can cast all our care upon yes, Him. But you know what? For us to cast our care on Him shows me that somewhere I departed from the faith right. because the Bible tells me he will put no more on me than I'm able to, to withstand or I'm able to bear. And so when I've got more on me than I can bear, I did not look for the way of escape Amen. because I've departed from the faith Amen. today. Amen. I know that's a little bit caught in a, 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 a little bit of intelligent, intelligent talk right there, but 
Uh, but when, when we depart from the faith, we take more on us than what God wants on us. And yeah. then when we can't stand right. it, then we've got to come crying to him right. if we do that. And a lot of times we won't even do that. Yeah. A lot of times we'll just completely then depart on yeah. and not from our faith, but then we'll depart from our foundation. Sure. And boy, when you leave the foundation, when you depart from the foundation, listen, you don't lose your salvation, no, but you lose fellowship. You yeah. lose fellowship with the Lord. You lose fellowship with the brethren. You use fellowship with reality. Yeah. Amen. And, but we see that the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter, thing, uh, latter time some shall depart from the faith. But then what happens when you depart from that faith? It says you give heed to seducing spirits. Yeah. Notice this word seducing with me this afternoon. For a spirit to, to seduce you, they don't just come out and show you everything that they are. But it's a it's a process of seduction, right. and it's just a little bit here yeah. and a little bit there, and it will entice your mind and get you pulled away from the faith that, that you once had right. uh, and living the Christian life and the faith that you once had. Again, not salvation, but uh-huh. your faith in living a godly life. And then next thing you know, you've done found yourself running with the devil. Amen. Next thing you know, you find out the Bible says here that's uh, that uh, that uh, depart from the faith, giving heed. The seducing spirits, and then after that seduction takes place. In other words, once you get heated up so much in following and running with the devil, then then it says at the end of that, and the doctrines of devils. Amen. Amen. I mean, it's amazing to me today how that you can go from being uh, this certain way, and then through the seduction of evil spirits that then you find yourselves uh, 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 living in doctrines of devils. And then after that, we see speaking lies. Yeah. In hypocrisy. Now, that's not just telling a lie, but that's saying, you remember you told somebody about how good God was? You remember you told somebody, I know what you're going through. God helped me through it. He'll help you through it. But then all of a sudden, your life don't match what you have once said. So you're speaking lies in hypocrisy. And then we see it goes on having their conscience shared with a hot iron. And then you're, you're, you're against everything. I mean, uh, if you ain't real careful, friend, you, you get so opinionated yeah. through the doctrines of devils that you can't even stand yourself. Amen. You get to the point that you have to, you, you're completely, see, the devil's a destroyer. Yeah. And when I say destroyer, he wants to destroy any and everything he possibly can. Here's what the devil wants to do to you today. The devil wants you upset at everybody around you. The devil wants you to think you're better than everybody else. The devil wants you to think that your way is the only way. The devil wants to get you isolated to that you're all alone. What happened to Jesus when he was in the wilderness? The devil came to him at the end of this fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. He came to him when he was at his weakest point in the flesh and then he had him isolated and he said you see all of this he said if you'll just worship me i'll let you have it you say well preacher how how's that possible well you got to remember god kicked the lucifer to earth as lightning and it was his to give him you see jesus didn't buy the earth he bought Uh the manhood the mankind that's on the earth yeah And so we see that then how that they go into all these stipulations and all of this that the, uh, what uh, many people say. Well, this is my conviction. Well, let me clarify something right here. If you have a real conviction, if it is a conviction, it will come from the Word of God. Amen. 
Now, if it's an opinion, you can get that from anywhere. I mean, sure. you can just dream something up in your mind. But if it's a true conviction, it will come from Amen. the Word of God. But we see here that what the Bible says about all this, but it, and it refers back to the evil uh, of the devil. So if you look in Romans chapter number 7, at verse number 7, let's look at a little bit of something here that might help us understand a few things today. In Romans chapter 7, verse 7, the Bible says, What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust, except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. But sin, taking occasion by the commandment, wrought in me all manner of concupiscence, for without the law, sin was dead. For I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And the commandment which was ordained to life, I found to be unto death. For sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it slew me. That's what sin will do yeah. to you. And wherefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just, and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. But sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, uh, for that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. So what's happening here? Here the writer in the book of Romans chapter 7 is saying, I know what's good and I know what's bad. I know that I should do good, but when I try to do good, it seems like evil's always there. Right. And so, I mean, and all of us has dealt with this on some level, some degree. But then verse 24 kind of sums it up a little bit. It says, O wretched man that I am, yeah. who shall deliver me from the body of this death? And then he said, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. So we see here when you're running with the devil, I mean, you may be think, doing what you think is good, and you may heard these wives' tales that we read about over in, in the book of Timothy, uh, but is it is it constitutional of the Scripture? I mean, does the Bible back it up? What you're doing in the name of the Lord out there today, yep. is it biblical or is it man-made? Amen. Amen. I mean, we've got so many things. And listen, I, 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 I know everybody says I'm against everything, but we got 
just as many people standing in the name of the Lord and saying that I'm doing this for the glory of God, but they're doing it in a sinful way. Right. Guess what? That's not bringing glory to God. Amen. That's just bringing reproach to the Lord. Sure. And because of that, then we get into the great falling away because we see people that's looking up to other people mm -hmm. and they say, well, you know what? If they can't do no better than that and they're more spiritual than I am, there's no point in me trying. Right. Yeah. Now, I know every man will give an account of himself at the judgment, but we use one another as examples sure. and excuses today. So we see here today, evil, the word, the definition of the word evil. Here, the root word comes from, uh, 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 actually comes from Irish word uh, called phalium, and that means to fail or to fall. And I did not know this until we were studying on this, but there's two different kinds of evil. It makes sense once you hear me out for a moment. First of all, evil uh, having bad qualities of a natural kind. That natural kind is this. Here's the fruit of the natural kind of evil. Mischievous and tends to injury. And then there's a moral kind of evil that has the bad qualities of this. Wicked. Yeah. Corrupt. Perverse. And wrong. And that's just the short version of it today. So there's a natural kind of evil that uh, all of us has a mischievous side to sure. us. That's evil. Yeah. And when we want to do good, evil's always present. Amen. I mean, no matter how good you're trying to live for the Lord or how hard you're trying to live for the Lord, no matter how good you're uh, uh, achieving living for the Lord, there's always a natural right. evil, a natural yeah. kind of mischievous. And it tends to injure but then the bad qualities is what the focus is this afternoon on the radio station, and it's a moral evil. Amen. And that moral kind of evil is wicked, yeah. it's corrupt, it's perverse, and it's just simply wrong in a nutshell. So we read here in Romans chapter number 7, verses 7 through 24, about how Paul is saying to us, I know it's not an easy thing to do. I know it's not an easy thing to deal with because when you want to do good, Evil's going to be there. Man. That that you know that you shouldn't do, that's exactly what you end up doing. Yeah. And it's a battle. It's a war that's taking place between uh, between the spirit and between the flesh. Now, we all know these things. So now let's get down under the where the rubber meets the road and get into some details and some facts about what gets us in this place. And this is what gets uh, preachers like me in trouble. And when you've got a man of God that will stand and proclaim that the King James Bible is the Word of God. Well, you've got a man of God that will stand and proclaim that if you're called of God to preach, that you must meet the qualifications right. of the Word of God. Right. When the Bible said you must be the husband of one wife, amen, they don't say one right. wife at a time. Right. I'm That's sorry. Right. Yep. I've got some friends out there that claim that they preach the gospel, and I love them dearly. And But listen, if you've got two living wives according to the Word of God, you are not qualified. That's you right. still may be called of God, sure. but you're not qualified of God yep. to preach amen. the Word of God. Amen. And then I've had and say, well, what do you do with that fire? That fire's in me. I can't help it. I've got to preach. I've got to let out. And then what's the answer, preacher? Well, the Bible said that the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. God didn't make no mistake when he called you. Amen. But when you put yourself in a position to disqualify yourself from right. preaching the word of God, that's wow. that's that evil that's yeah. always present with you. And if you ain't real careful, you'll fall 
under that and then you become disqualified, but that calling of God is still on you. Yes, See, God don't make no mistakes this afternoon. Man. And then when you stand in the pulpit, whether it's in a church house or on the street corners or wherever it may be, and you preach, do you preach godly abstinence? Boy, that's not popular no. in today's time. Listen, let me say something to you. It's just as right for a boy to be pure when he Lord. marries a woman as it is for a woman to be pure when she marries a man. Amen. 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 It's just as right. Well, preacher, I, I, there's nobody pure anymore. Yeah, there is. There's Amen. some. There's oh, not yeah. many, but there's some that's out there. Yep. And a lot of them aren't pure, but now listen, that don't mean that you got to be, and I don't want to use this word to mix to confuse your mind, but just because you're not pure don't mean that you continue in that sin. Should we continue Man. in sin? God forbid. Man. And so it means that if you've messed up, if you've made mistakes, you repent of those things, you ask for the forgiveness of God, and He will do that, but you don't continue in that particular sin or there was no repentance ever took place. Right. Amen. Right. And that's just where we're at. And then when you've got people that will stand and say that a woman's not supposed to assert authority over man. I know some of you out there uh, may be listening today and you say, boy, I don't like that. Well, I didn't ask for your approval. I didn't call you this morning Amen. and ask you, now did I? Uh, but the proof of it is this. And I'm not saying that men are superior to women by no, no means. No. I believe in the sight of God we are equal. I know that a lot of this started way back in the 60s. Equality. We want equal yeah. rights. Listen. When God made Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, he took Eve of Adam's rib and he made her woman and he made her equal with Adam. He made her a helpmeet. Right. That don't say that he made her a slave, no. but God uh -huh. made her equal. Yep. She has an equal responsibility that he has. Sure. I mean, it might be a different detail, but they were equal from the beginning. But mankind down through the generations of time has fell away from this. And they give, uh, they give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Man. And it's brought us to the position today uh, where I, I seen this the other day. Somebody had posted something on Facebook where a man uh, was knelt down and kissing his, the, a woman's hand when she came home from work. And it was talking about how that the men has had their time on top and that's the woman's place. What woman in their right mind, if you if you have a mind, would want a man to, to, to be so broken that he didn't have a, a, a manhood about right. him that he'd be willing to do that? Amen. How you don't want a man, you just want you just want a partner, you just right. want an associate, yep. you just want a companion, but you're you're not really wanting a man. A man has got some pride about some yep. things. That he stands up, that he's a provider for that home. Not not proud that, that he has dominion over that house or that, that family. Uh, but he takes pride that God has enabled him right. to go out and work and provide for that family and provide security for that family. That that family knows that, that, that there's a man in the house and yeah. they take care of things. Amen. And, but that's where we're at. That's that's part of this seducing spirit. Right. This is just doctrines of devils. Yeah. I mean, look what we've got running around out here today. Is the we've got people running with the devil. I mean, it beats all I've ever seen. It's seducing spirits. It's doctrines of devils when you're walking through town and you wear less clothes in a public place than what people wore in the bedroom 50 years ago. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame and a disgrace. I told my wife yesterday, we were we went out to eat lunch and, and I told her, I said, do you think that these women that's wearing these spandex realize how revealing that these clothes are? I mean, I don't know. I, I put my clothes on. I look in the mirror, but I don't ever turn around and look at my backside. I, and I guess I might ought to. But uh, but do you realize just just how how much you're 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 putting yourself out there? Amen. I mean, hey, the, Robbie, our Sunday school teacher was teaching this morning about us being the treasures of God. I mean, we're we're God's treasures. Yeah. 
And when you're showing the world everything you've got, guess what? You're becoming treasures of the world. Amen. But that's where we're at. That's seducing spirits. That's doctrines of devils. Yeah. And when you're running with the devil, guess what? The more you run with him, the nakeder you get. Yes, Amen. sir. Amen. Amen. Why, preacher? Because you keep laying aside the righteousness that God right. has for you. And, and and you don't care. You don't you don't have no more right. Well, I'm going to live life. I'm going to do things the way I want to do it. Well, I, you may do that. But listen, friend. There's yeah. a right way to do things. There's yes, a wrong sir. way to do things. Yeah. Now that listen, I, I I'm not that. That's a moral thing that I'm talking yeah. about. I'm not talking about a church people or a non-church people right here. That's a moral kind of evil that's out there today. It's wicked. It's corrupt. It's perverse. It's wrong. Amen. Amen. I mean, the Bible teaches us that the marriage bed is undefiled. Amen. Amen. I know some of you don't know what I'm talking about right there, but if you go and you study that, you'll find out that there's more going on in the minds of people today because of the nakedness that's walking up and down the streets of Newland, yeah. North Carolina, and it's just awful. And I got I had a man tell me one time. He said, "If you can't hug a woman's neck without having a bad thought, there's something wrong with you." And I'm not saying that I would have a bad thought any time I hugged a woman's neck, but I guarantee if I hugged a woman's neck enough times, I'm going to have a bad thought. Yep, yep. When it's better to I have a wife of my own yep. to hug, and that's who I need to be a hugging on. Amen. Amen. And it's just, that's it. And ladies, it's the same for you that's out there. Yes, sir. And by the way, while I'm on that note right there, let me say this to you that's working down at the factory. Uh, because of equality, because you've got yourself in so much debt that the man can't provide for the house because you have to have everything the world has to offer. You go down there and you have a hard time with your relationships. And then you've got this 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 family yep. that'll come up and he'll say, "Oh, if you was my wife, yep. oh, if you was my woman, yep. oh, if 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 I if you, me and you were together, you wouldn't have to worry about this. Boy, I treat you like a princess. You know what? He's a liar. Yeah, and that's just a seducing spirit, man. And that's going to end up you're going to be having doctrines of devils. Yeah. So that's where if you go all the way to Genesis chapter six. Uh, verses 1 through 5, you'll find the story of Noah here, and you find that, that God is disgusted with the evil that's in the world. And God even makes a vow to destroy the earth here. But verse number 6 says that God found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And, and Noah and only his immediate family, they survived the storm of the flood that took place all those years ago. Listen, friend, our time's coming on this week, but if you're going to survive this storm of life that we're in now, you're going to have to turn to the Lord because yeah. He's your only hope. He's your only chance that's out there today. Stop listening to seducing spirits and stop giving and stop following the doctrines of devils. And may God bless you until next week is our prayers.